For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hello, everyone. On today's show, we're going to explore the Facebook metaverse, what it is, why Facebook is doing it and what it means for consumers and businesses. If you want to understand how to benefit from these changes, then stick around. And by the way, we are literally broadcasting live just as Mark Zuckerberg is finishing up his live presentation. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Hey, do you want to possibly go outside the metaverse and actually join a bunch of marketers in the flesh? Will you join me in San Diego this spring? Hang out with me and lots of other marketers from all over America and hopefully the world at Social Media Marketing World. To learn more about it, visit socialmediamarketing.world and grab your ticket today. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. By the way, today we're going to talk about the metaverse and all that crazy stuff. I'm joined today by Jason Goff, who heads up our social media at Social Media Examiner. Jason, how are you doing today? Doing great. We could be meeting in the metaverse right now, but yes. I guess this is like analog compared to what we're going to be experiencing in the weeks and months ahead, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, first of all, what exactly is the metaverse? I'm going to go ahead and read some quotes specifically that Mark Zuckerberg said. He said, the metaverse is the next evolution of social technology built by people like you. Now, you're going to notice certain phrases happening over and over again. We're going to talk about this a little bit. But Mark said, we are put on this earth to create. The future will not be built on its own. Okay, so this was him responding to why now? Because he said, we feel an obligation to do this. He said, we live for what we are building. While we make mistakes, we keep building and moving forward. And this is for people who believe the way we believe. Basically, what he's espounding is a growth mindset. Hey, we at Facebook, we're not perfect. We make mistakes, but we keep striving into the future. The slogan that came up on the screen after the opening remarks said, the future will be made by all of us. The future will be made by all of us. Okay, this is an important recurring theme that we're going to come back to. When describing the metaverse, he said, experience the world with ever-growing richness. And then he talked about how we've gone from an evolution in the world of social from first text, then to pictures, then to video, now to something new and something different, which is the metaverse, okay? And he went on to describe the metaverse as something that is being built, something that will take a few years to build, something that is the future, and you are in the experience. It's not just, you know, like a play on Oculus and a play on virtual reality. It's a play on augmented reality. It's a play on 
physical reality, all sorts of fascinating different things. He said in this metaverse, you will do the following things. You will work, you will learn, you will play, you will shop, and there will be new categories. He called the metaverse the successor to the mobile internet. He said in the past, you know, we're looking through a small piece of glass into a world that we know as the internet, but the future, you will feel present. It'll be a different world, quote unquote, where you will have a shared sense of space. You will actually be able to make eye contact with people in this world. He called it an embodied internet. And he said it will help make the time that we spend better. Basic building blocks are here is what he said. And then he showed some examples of people playing poker together. Jason, do you remember that? Yeah. They had all these traditional things that we would do. The poker game was interesting because it was a person, real person, and then a augmented, like what looked like a virtual person. And then remember what that other character was? Some sort of VR thing, right? What was yeah. it? Robot? Was it the, the big pink thing you were talking about? <laughs> it was a robot of some sort. So this is interesting. And, and they showed all these different examples. And then while they were playing poker together, and clearly they were in a shared space, but they were not actually in the same space. A call came in from someone who they invited into the poker game. And that person said, hey, you got to see what I'm seeing here. And they showed a physical wall. And then they showed some art on that wall kind of coming to life. And then everybody said, oh, bring that into the space. All of a sudden it came into the space and the woman said, oh, if I pay a little bit more or because I tipped is what she said, the artist, I can unlock this feature. And she showed some other stuff. And then they also showed some video calls that they received. Now, that's what the metaverse is as a, at a macro level. We're going to break down kind of what's included in it in just a minute. I want to get into why Facebook is doing this. But first, I want to get your reactions at a macro level, Jason, to what I've said so far. Yeah. The thing that I just kept on going back to was the word media or medium and how, you know, when we first got our smartphones, it gave us a whole new thing that we were responsible for. This channel by which we're not interacting one way. This is a fully immersive way to interact with products that we create out of nothing. And the media medium to which this is delivered is like something that we have yet to experience as far as the world at large, where we are thinking of products and we are able to sell them. We're able to, to do marketing in a way that we haven't to this point. It's like a whole new store that's being developed centered around a game. Yeah. And let's talk about this a little bit, because I think this is going to be the big question everybody's asking. Like, first of all, they did not announce a name change, at least in the first hour of their presentation. Everybody was expecting that they were going to formally announce today that they're changing the name of Facebook to Metaverse. So far, that, that has not happened. But why is Facebook transitioning their business model into from a social media company to a Metaverse company? I've got my own thoughts. I'm going to share them with you guys right now. I encourage everybody to throw your comments, those that are live, into the stream. We can bring them up on the screen. We'd love interaction. But I want you to imagine this. Imagine if Facebook builds something that the whole world is using. They said they want to get a billion people to use this, whatever this is that we're going to talk about next, okay? If they're the ones that build 
the tools and the foundation and the infrastructure upon which a billion people spend a lot of time doing things that we talked about earlier, like meeting and working and playing and shopping and new category and things that we can't even imagine. If Facebook builds the infrastructure for the entire thing, this is like real estate. This is like owning all of New York City, right? And inside of New York City is built all these things. But if you own the infrastructure, then you can become much bigger than you are right now, right? So secondly, they are tapping into the trends that are going on right now in three different areas, the creator economy, crypto, and NFTs. On the creator side of things, we said earlier, this is built by all of us. This is built for all of us, right? So what they're really trying to do is enable people to create things, whether they're developers, whether they're artists, whether they're augmented reality things, they want to be able to create things and ultimately do business and commerce on this platform. And if they can get these creators early, then they won't go on to another platform. The crypto world and the NFT is also a very, very big trend. They talked about being able to, for example, buy a virtual outfit and be able to wear it across different experiences. And they talked about how right now, when you buy certain things, imagine buying a jersey of your favorite basketball team, but never being able to take it out of the stadium, right? So they want you to be able to take these things that you buy in this virtual world and take them to all the other spaces that live inside the metaverse. But the thing that they said ever so subtly, and you might've caught it, Jason, is the ads side of things. Absolutely. They mentioned the word ads like once and just passing, but you and I know this is an ads play. Like if they're building these virtual worlds, you know, they're going to have virtual billboards. You know, they're going to be tracking absolutely everything people do. You know, they're going to be figuring out a way to sell that data. And that's going to be a big opportunity for businesses and for marketers. Cause don't think Facebook is doing this because it's fun. This is a business. I just want to know what your thoughts are on that, Jason. Yeah, you talk about product placement. You know, we're going to talk about the days when, hey, remember in the sitcoms when a certain coffee company would have their logo on a cup in the kitchen? Right. This takes it to a whole different level. Uh, You can probably pay for how much time that coffee cup is on that virtual counter. Perhaps the logo will change. Perhaps there's something a tool that we don't even know about where there's an advertising opportunity to have your logo right here. This you know, Larry, so much. Can you imagine what it's going to be like walking uh, in Times Square? You probably have that experience wherever you are. You can be in, on a farm somewhere and <laughs> all these virtual ads will just be a normal thing. Larry Snow says, all I could think of is Ready Player One. And I'm telling you guys, that's exactly what I... Okay, for those that saw Ready Player One, this is 100% Ready Player One. And if you haven't seen that movie, go watch that movie because it is 100% what Facebook is trying to build here. What I'd love to do now is I'd love to talk about what exactly the metaverse can do. Because I think, you know, we're talking about the word meta and meta usually is a word that means about something, right? And verse, you know, verse could mean a verse in a book or in a Bible, or it could be a play on universe. I look at it as universe, right? So they're trying to create a new universe that is about everything that's in the physical world, but created into a new world, if you will. So the way that they're doing this is really interesting. First of all, they talked about presence, okay? And let me explain what they meant by presence. 
right now when you're playing games, you're lucky to have like a little avatar that maybe makes a face, maybe doesn't. But if you think of Roblox or you think of what's the other one, Minecraft, you know, you just have a square head. So they want to be able to create facial expressions. So somehow they want to be able to allow you to express yourself somehow, some way in this metaverse, that's exactly the same way we're expressing our faces right now. And for anybody who has an iPhone, you know, with the camera, you can do that. They can track your reactions and stuff. So that technology is already there. They also want to create living 3D representations of us. So it's not just going to be a physical head. It's not just going to be a torso. It's ultimately going to be our entire body. And that allows the beginning of clothes, right? And they talked about how you'll be able to eventually purchase designer clothing, specialty clothes. You'll be able costumes. So imagine if you wanted to, it's almost Halloween here in the States. You want to dress up for Halloween. You can purchase a Halloween costume. You'll also be able to purchase digital items. And anybody who's into gaming understands that's a really big deal, right? The idea of skins in a lot of games, or if you have a car in a game and you want to purchase a better engine, you know, or you want to do certain kinds of things, you'll be able to purchase these digital items. But the key thing is they're going to allow everyone to be able to make these items, right? So this is going to be a business opportunity for lots of people. And they want to create these items in such a way that you can carry these items throughout the metaverse to any kind of experiences that live inside the metaverse. They talked about having a home space, which is something you build for yourself. And then they talked about having an office space, which is something you build for your work. And then they talked about teleporting to different experiences. And Mark Zuckerberg said, it's the equivalent of clicking a link. So you think about how we click a link right now in the traditional, what he called 2D world. In this 3D world, you'll be able to click a link. Larry says, finally, there will be a push for VR. Up till now, I thought tech was dead. Yeah, tech is not dead, Larry, for sure. We're also going to be able to bring the physical world into the metaverse. So they, they're talking about things like books, photos, and other kinds of experiences will somehow, some way, be tapped into this metaverse. Now, that's kind of at a high level what they talked about. Then they talked about something called Horizon, Okay. Horizon is an app that they're building. Okay, so if anybody wants to do a little research on this, they've got Horizon Home, Horizon Worlds, and Horizon Workrooms. And Horizon right now requires a Quest. And a Quest is an Oculus product by Facebook. And for those that don't know, Facebook acquired Oculus. So today you've got to go out and buy a Quest. However, understand this. I'm pretty confident that any virtual reality kind of experience is going to tap into the metaverse. I do not believe you have to buy Facebook equipment in order to experience this. I would imagine you'll be able to take your phone, pop it into a VR headset, which you can buy a cardboard from Google for like next to nothing and experience virtual reality with the right app. You should be able to experience this. However, some of these, uh, like the Quest headset is a faster processor And that's helping people to be able to experience things that they can't experience anywhere else. So here's the deal. With these Horizon apps, you're going to be able to invite friends to join you. You're going to be able to take calls. So you'll be able to have meetings. You'll be able to bring people in. They were showing examples of doing calls through Messenger, but I would imagine you'll be able to use eventually any kind of app that integrates into the entire thing. 
Um, they showed an example of a concert, watching a concert, and then up popped on the screen a button, and it said, join the free after party, click. And then what they showed was afterwards, people went home from this concert that they were at, and then they joined the after party in the virtual world. You have some thoughts on that, Jason? I was just saying, you know, putting quotes around free, uh, because there's, again, with the product placement, right? you're going to have that opportunity to buy all of the concert virtual swag. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought it was interesting too. You know, they had the artist walk by a couple of the concert goers and, you know, he said, Hey, that looks really good on you. And they said, you know, well, of course I'm going to buy that. So they were doing that department store effect where it's like, you know, that outfit, you look sharp in it. And well, of course I'm going to buy. So a couple of the things they talked about is you'll be able to do guided tours, scavenger hunt. So, so far, if we take a little pause, if you or someone, you know, is looking to get into a new industry. This is going to be the industry to get into because I can assure you, I'm pretty into crypto and there's been a lot of talk of the metaverse. It's not just Facebook that's doing this. There's lots of other companies that are focusing on the metaverse. This is going to be a huge opportunity for the next generation of developers, artists, creators. Imagine a world where you could have a store exclusively in the metaverse and you could be selling virtual goods exclusively in the metaverse and it could be a multi-million dollar store and there's no inventory. There's no nothing. It's all digital in the metaverse. Trust me, this is coming. And without sounding too salesy about it, Zuckerberg did mention that Quest, you will log in independently of Facebook. So this is a brand new thing. This is very much at the ground level. 100%. So what that means is you won't have to use your Facebook login to have these experiences. They understand that not everybody wants their personal identity tied to their virtual avatars. Okay. So moving along metaverse economy. Okay. He said creators need to make money. So this is a key thing. They're going to enable creators to make money. So I don't know exactly what that means, but I can imagine, Hey, it could mean live audio experiences where you all come to a concert where it's maybe spoken word concert, or maybe it's not music, or maybe it's some other kind of creative endeavor, right? Maybe you're going to be doing a reading of your brand new book, right? And maybe people will pay to come to a reading and in exchange, they'll get a digital version of the book, right? And that monetary exchange and that money is all going to happen in this ecosystem. And Facebook's working on their own cryptocurrency. They're working on their own stablecoin, which is going to allow a lot of this transaction stuff to happen. Gaming, they said, is going to be a big part of this. And they believe that gaming is going to be the main on-ramp in the beginning. And anybody who saw Ready Player One, that's exactly what Ready Player One is all about. It's about people competing in virtual worlds to win virtual goods, to win virtual currency. They showed examples of virtual chess, virtual ping pong, virtual foiling, which is, uh, if you've seen this video of Mark Zuckerberg on a surfboard, that's like, you know, got this thing under the water. Like they, they had some cool examples of that. They said Epic is working on games. They also mentioned that you could do virtual workouts. So many of you that are Apple fans know that Apple is trying to go after Peloton and they've got these abilities to do awesome workouts. Well, they're going to be doing a lot of things right now. We're getting some typing going on at the same time. Aaron just said, and I looked over at Twitter. She's right. Zuck just announced the new name, Meta. Oh, okay. That's so meta. Okay, here we go. Zuckerberg's new name is Meta. Okay, let's talk about that for a second, all right? Meta, 
Meta, meta, meta. Hmm. First of all, good luck trademarking that. But then again, was Google able to trademark the word alphabet? I don't think so, right? So everybody go out and grab your domains right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you Facebook has already <laughs> captured quite a few of these domains. Okay, so they've changed the name to Facebook. Well, let's come back to that in a second, but let's first talk about the workout stuff, okay? Workouts has kind of become a big deal. And they're talking about how you're going to be able to exercise, how you're going to be able to fence, how you're going to be able to compete against AIs. I think that's kind of a big deal. So that has helped us. All right. We now have a picture of what the logo looks like. It's an infinity logo. It's an infinity loop. Anybody who knows what an infinity loop looks like, it looks like an eight slightly twisted. So that's what it looks like. And it looks like the word meta and the word meta looks like it's, I don't know what this font is. It's very simple and very blocky font. And the infinity kind of looks like glasses. Just a little bit. Yeah. It looks like Spider-Man's eyes, to be honest with you. Yeah. If you've ever seen the Spider-Man costume, it kind of looks like those Spider-Man eyes. That's really interesting. All right. We're going to come back to that because we got some more stuff to talk about. Work. Here's what they said about work. What they said during work is you can be at the office without the commute, right? So you'll have these shared spaces. You'll be able to give presentations. You'll be able to integrate it with what they call 2D tools, okay? So Dropbox, Instagram, they're calling these 2D tools, okay? So there's been a lot of discussion in the world that I operate in, which is Web 3.0, okay? So a lot of people are referring to everything that's happening in the crypto world as Web 3.0. And now this meta world is also going to be Web 3.0. So that's really important. They talked about learning in this new environment. They talked about, imagine being able to teleport to ancient Rome and experience it as a student instead of just having your teacher talk about it. They talked about pulling up schematics, practicing surgery in this meta world, swimming through the great barrier reefs, right? Okay. So first of all, let's get some live reaction from everybody here. What do you think about the name meta? Because we asked on our Facebook page and we asked on our profiles, what do y'all think? Facebook should rename itself. And we got a lot of crazy names. You know, we're not going to say a lot of them because they were not positive. But what do you guys think about the word meta? What do you think, Jason? The first thing that comes to my mind is because around the staff, we'll usually say that's so meta. meta. Yeah. I like the simplicity of it and the human condition. A lot of us go negative whenever there's a logo change or a new name announcement or anything like that. Like you said about, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to be able to get away with the uniqueness of it, right. but I like the simplicity. And in a few weeks, we're just going to know it as meta. It's not going to stop us from calling Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, Instagram, but it does help solve a lot of the problems that we face when we say Facebook, are we talking about the company or are we talking about the app, right? So now we're going to move into an era where when we say Facebook, we're only talking about the app. And when we say meta, we're talking about the company. That's going to be important distinction. It's going to take a while, just like Google. It took a long time to stop referring to Google as Google, right? Technically, Google doesn't own YouTube anymore. Alphabet owns YouTube anymore, right? Google and YouTube are part of Alphabet, right? So it's going to take a long time for people to wrap their head around this. Yeah. Just the other day, we asked the question on Facebook, does Facebook appeal to the younger demographic? Is, does this apply? Does this platform? We asked on Facebook, are young people on here? Are you targeting young people? Right. Most of the comments were no. Well, Meta is going to reach to that younger demographic. 
I see it almost like we're going to look at Facebook as if we're writing down content and we're meta, we're in it. Yep. Verity says the name is clever, simple, boring, but clever marketing. So let's talk for a minute about how they're going to build this darn thing. Okay. Cause they left us with a couple of thoughts. First of all, they're setting aside $150 million to help fund creators to build inside the metaverse. How in the world do you tap into that $150 million? I have no idea. But they are putting aside a pretty substantial chunk of money to help creators. Because the key to anything is you need to have people make stuff, right? And it has to be valuable for people to want to use it. They're saying creators, not developers, right? So there's going to be developers that are going to develop games. But then there's going to be creators that are going to build things. I mean, imagine being able to use Spark AR, which we didn't mention is, is the technology that's going to allow you to create 3D objects. And imagine if you make money every time someone buys one of these 3D objects. Mark Zuckerberg made a jab at Apple saying, if there's anything we've learned in the last recent times is that, you know, we need to not have high fees and we need to really have choices because it's stopping innovation, which we both know is him taking a jab at Apple's 30% cut in the Apple store, right? He kind of said, we're not going to do that but we are going to do that. Okay. He said, we're going to offer creators and developers low fees or no cost fees, but we also are going to have to charge some higher fees kind of in the beginning. So we don't lose any money, but just so you guys have a perspective of money. Facebook has a lot of it. As a matter of fact, I documented how much they have, and I don't know if I accidentally deleted it, but their market cap is $888 billion. That's how much they're worth today, $888 billion. And they made $9 billion net profit in the last three months, okay? So I don't think Facebook is hurting for cash. I'm just gonna say that. And they did say they're gonna invest billions in this over the coming years. So that's the good news. So they're gonna offer creators and developers really you know, incentives to do this. And their goal is to have 1 billion people on the metaverse in the next few years. Why is this so important? Because 1 billion has historically been a milestone for Facebook. Once they hit a billion people on Facebook, which I think was 2015, and then a billion on Instagram, and then a billion on WhatsApp, I mean, these are big numbers, right? So if they're going to put a billion people in the metaverse, first of all, it means they're not going to all speak English, because I don't think there's a, there might be a billion people that speak English, but they're going to be speaking different languages. They're, it's going to be a big undertaking. But if they want to build something for a billion people, you know there's a lot of money in that. And there's a lot of opportunity in that. And the truth of the matter is that they want to build, help people build digital objects, experiences, worlds. But they also said they want businesses to be able to sell physical objects, digital goods, and experiences and ads. And they introduced something called Project Cambria, just as we were getting ready to go live on this show, which is a brand new headset. And I missed the rest of that. So I think that's the high level Thoughts on this, Jason? Yeah. What sticks out in my mind, and this was just my mind taking it a, a step further than what they were showing, was imagine a potter who is creating something in three dimensions. That's how you're going to be creating materials. That's how you're going to be creating product in the metaverse. So, you know how in DOS, for those of you who remember DOS, and it was just this big, long string of characters that made something. And then we had windows and it was a new way of creation. And now we're able to do so many other things with our two-dimensional screens. With the metaverse, you can actually form 
products with your hands. You can speak products into existence. And to think about all of the opportunities that this is going to afford us as creators, because it's not just the written word, it's not just the spoken word. This is actually taking literally to a creation to a new dimension. All right, folks. Well, trust me that Social Media Examiner is going to keep their eyes on this and we're going to begin to map, you know, the path. How is this going to impact businesses? How is this going to impact marketers? And thank you, Heather Collins, for saying I learned absolutely so much from you guys. This is going to bring a whole new a whole new world, <laughs> a whole new opportunity to all of us. And I'm very, very excited about it. And one of the things that I want to encourage people to do is just to watch what's going to be happening. You're going to see some buzz. Some people are going to say that's so far away, I'm not going to pay attention to it. Some people are going to get smart and they're going to start focusing on, all right, I want to be part of this. I want to be early. Maybe it was a little late to you know, the early days of the internet. Maybe I was a little late to the early days of social media. This is your chance to be really early to something that is undoubtedly going to be very big. When you have mega corporations like Facebook and Google, and by the way, Google is also going after this. And trust me, Apple will be going after this as well. They're all leaning in this direction. They're going to spend literally billions of dollars to build this out. This is the equivalent to cell phone companies spending billions of dollars to put 5G towers all over the world so we can have high-speed internet, right? But this is going to make something new possible. Yes, it's going to be scary for a lot of people. And yes, not everyone is going to rush in. But those who get a chance to get started early are going to have a big mover advantage on this. So one last thing I want to tell everybody is that if this becomes a bigger thing in the next few months, you can rest sure that we're going to be talking about this at Social Media Marketing World. And Social Media Marketing World is not the metaverse. It's the real world. And it takes place in San Diego in March of 2022. And we're so excited to be able to join back together. And we weren't able to do it this year because of COVID, but we're coming back, people. And this might end up being part of my keynote. Who knows? But join us. Get your tickets now and you can join us live remotely or live in the flesh. Visit socialmediamarketing.world to get your ticket. Until next time, everybody, thank you for spending some of your day with us. And we'll see you again tomorrow because we're going to be doing a live show tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.